Thank you for downloading the Walking On Air podcast. Before I begin, I would like to thank the three fantastic sponsors of this podcast. Where are you going on holiday this year? Will you be exploring the mysterious moorlands of Dartmoor or the lovely lakes of the Lake District? Perhaps you would like an adventure in Andalusia or an autumnal wine walk in Sicily or Spain. Do you want to return to the roots of Nordic walking and have a go at cross-country skiing in Norway? Or are you looking for a challenge walk somewhere further afield in Africa, India or Canada? You can find holidays to all these incredible destinations and many more at walkingwomen.com. Local women guides provide in-depth knowledge of each area and will encourage you to walk a little longer and walk a little higher. Use the discount code WOA23 to get a £50 discount off your next walking holiday. Walking women take care of the organisation so you can take care of yourself. The next sponsor is the go-to supplier of brilliant Nordic walking poles. Nordicwalk.store is the leading independent online retailer of quality Nordic walking poles in the UK. Always warm and friendly, I can vouch for the fact that you will get excellent customer service in their capable hands. Nordicwalk.store will deliver Lecky and XL poles the next day anywhere in the UK and if you need advice about which pole is right for you, then contact Paula, who is always happy to help answer your questions. And finally, have you ever considered turning an activity you love into your actual job? If you enjoy being outdoors, meeting new people and staying fit, why not train to become an instructor yourself? British Nordic Walking offers internationally recognised high-quality instructor courses and provides amazing ongoing support for its instructor network. If this sounds tempting, then you can book an instructor training course with a £25 discount if you visit www.britishnordicwalking.org.uk, click on the Train With Us tab and book using the discount code WALKING23. I trained with British Nordic Walking back in 2014 and it provided me with all the information I needed to start teaching and gave me the confidence to set up as an instructor on my own. As a British Nordic Walking instructor, you too will benefit from ongoing support from the community and CPD opportunities to enhance your own knowledge. Further details, discount codes and links to the sponsors' websites can be found in the show notes. Hello, I'm Mary Tweed, an instructor with British Nordic Walking, and I'd like to give you a big welcome to Walking On Air, the podcast for the Nordic Walking community. Here we talk to experts and learn about the benefits of walking in general and Nordic walking in particular, as well as other great tips for well-being and improved health. Today I'm talking to Vicky Welsh, who in 2010 set up Bristol Nordic Walking, which is now one of the largest Nordic walking clubs in the UK. She handed it over to her team last year in order to concentrate on new projects, one of which is writing a book called Walk Smart, a practical guide on how to become fitter, healthier and happier through walking and Nordic walking. And her other big project is to organise an annual festival celebrating all things walking, which is due to take place this October in Bristol. Before the interview begins, 
I want to share with you that a government physical activity survey published in 2019 revealed that 25% of people over the age of 16 in England were categorised as physically inactive, meaning that they did less than 30 minutes of moderate activity a week. In my conversation with Vicky, she explains exactly what Nordic walking is and why it is accessible to everyone. So welcome, Vicky, to the Walking On Air podcast. It's lovely to have you with us today. I am delighted that you've been able to join for this very first episode. And I would like to start, first of all, right back at the beginning, if you could possibly tell our listeners what you were doing before you discovered Nordic Walking and how you came to become an instructor. Lovely. Well, first of all, hello. Hello, Mary. Hello, everybody. Yes, that's a big question. How far do you want me to go back? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, as far as you want to go. Well, I, I think probably I've always enjoyed exercising. I've, I, I've always been an outdoor sort of person. And through my 20s and 30s, probably my exercise of choice was running. It was quick. It was efficient. Um, I have a dog, so I could take the dog with me. Um, and in my mid thirties, um, I started to get joint aches. In, in fact, it, it, it worked out that it was rheumatoid arthritis or sort of an episode of that. Um, and every time I went out running, running wasn't the cause, but it made the joint pain worse. And eventually I realized that I had to stop running. And, you know, I, I've always liked walking, but I've never thought of walking as being a comparable sort of exercise to running. And my mother-in-law introduced me. So this is back in about 2008. And Nordic walking, uh, as you know, was only introduced as a concept in the year 2000. And it only came to the UK in 2005. So I realized that I could go fast and powerfully and take my dog, you know, with me all through Nordic walking. In fact, you know, it, this was a revelation to me. I'd never heard of this before. And um, it, it ticked all the boxes and more than ticked the boxes, because whilst I liked running as an exercise, you know, I wasn't very good at it. And it was always one of those things that I knew it was good for me rather than, you know, me really loving it. So that's how I started. Uh, I discovered Nordic walking through my darling mother-in-law and the reason I came across it was because I I couldn't run anymore and I was looking for a different sort of exercise. And did you get a similar feeling from Nordic walking as you did from running? Did you get the, that same endorphin rush that you get? From well I, much more because even though I had actually run a marathon once in my life never obviously never to be <laughs> done again I never ran for very long distances because I, I'm not a natural runner. I didn't, I enjoyed it for the benefits that I got from it, you know, kept me lean, it kept, you know, burnt calories, but I didn't enjoy running for running's sake. Whereas Nordic walking, I just, I love, I, I still do. I loved it then as soon as I got found it. I love Nordic walking for Nordic walking's sake. That's fantastic. And so at what point did you go from being a really keen Nordic walker to deciding to become an actual instructor? And how did you go about that? I think we all have pinch points in our lives and they can change the direction of travel in, in your life. And, and this, this sort of rheumatoid arthritis incident that I had was very painful and it made me reevaluate what 
what I realized I knew about fitness generally. And, and I realized I knew very little about my own fitness. And um, that led me to want to look into that more. So I did a personal training diploma. This is all around the time that I discovered Nordic walking. This is around 2008. And I was getting more and more into the Nordic walking. And so I thought, well, hang on a moment. I'm doing a personal training diploma. I, I want to let other people know about this Nordic walking. So I would like to train up as an instructor as well. So I did that in 2010 with the lovely Karen Ingram over in Wales. Yes. Yeah, so what do we, so I've been what, teaching others now for 11 years. Yeah. That's fantastic. And for a lot of the listeners out here, some might not actually know what Nordic walking is. Could you possibly explain the <laughs> fundamental of what Nordic walking is? Because we haven't actually explained no, that. No, we haven't, have we? Oh, that's crazy. So Nordic walking is, well, I always say, first of all, it's based entirely on your normal walking pattern. It just adds two poles, which you angle backwards and it propels you forward. So it, in, it improves your posture because you're lifted up with the poles, it supports you. And I, I think a lot of people think that Nordic walking and trekking are quite similar. And obviously they do have a similarity in that they both use sticks or poles, but Nordic walking poles have this rather slender, elegant handle with um, a, a natural glove type strap, which you clip into the, to the pole handle. And it means you can get a, a, a really full action with your arm. There is a difference between trekking and Nordic walking and Nordic walking is based entirely on your ordinary walking movement with a good arm swing. Would you say, yeah. how would you? I would, I would totally say, I often get asked by clients what the difference is between trekking and Nordic yeah. walking. And I spend a lot of time up in the Lake District and I often see trekkers and it's amazing how much more power you get when you're going uphill with a Nordic walking pole than from a trekking pole. It really does help uh, push you uphill and it's like having an extra engine, I always say to people. It really yeah. does make a difference. Oh, it enables you to go further for longer with less perceived effort. And um, I always feel quite pleased when I overtake much younger people than me <laughs> walking uphill with their, their trekking poles, but I overtake them with my Nordic walking poles because I've got that extra power. Your body works very dynamically, which is why it's such a great total body workout. And that's one thing you can't get from walking because you can't really yeah. work your upper body. And of course, you, you can benefit. Yeah, I know you're talking about uphill, but the, the, the benefits are on the flat as well. Oh, absolutely. So back to what your point about it's a development from your ordinary walking gait. Mm. What are the advanced benefits that you get from Nordic walking over ordinary walking, would you say? The difference is that you engage your upper body. So with ordinary walking you just don't have that push down through the pole into the ground power because you don't have pole. First of all it engages all your upper body muscles. In fact, I mean, there's, there's been research, as, as you know, on the number of muscles that are used in Nordic walking, and it's 90%. I think it's even over 90% of all, you know, your muscles are engaged when you use Nordic walking. That has got to be a big one. The bone strengthening benefits are therefore greater because, of course, you're stressing 
more of your bones because you're using more of your muscles. So you've got a, you know, an increased benefit there. And in fact, the government released a paper, didn't they? And Nordic walking came out very high for bone and balance. Yes, yes. Every time you push that pole into the ground, you are engaging the core stabilizing muscles. In fact, if anyone's listening now, just put your hand on the table or the armchair or whatever you're, you're in and push down through through it you can feel your core muscles switching on and that's what happens with nordic walking the more firmly you push down through the pole the more firmly you you work those core stabilizing muscles and those are key for balance not not just balance but back health i would say that back health is the number one reason that people come to nordic walking it makes an extraordinary difference partly because it puts you in the correct posture making sure that your weight is distributed kindly through your body that can happen through walking but nordic walking it just lifts you pushing into the poles lifts you into the right posture reminds you about it and then you get the core benefits and the rotation of course um, yes. Mary, we haven't talked about that at all but no, one of the key for back health isn't it yes with walking you can rotate your upper body so um, that just means basically you're twisting your torso left to right as you walk it's very natural rhythm but with nordic walking you can take it much further so and that rotational twist is very very beneficial for your back yeah no whenever i've had a sore back and all i want to do is just sit and feel sorry for myself in an armchair I actually force myself to get out with my poles and really exaggerate that uh, rotational movement and it makes such a difference within yeah. within half an hour I mean I'm back to normal it makes a real yeah. difference so something I, I, I want to ask um, because there are lots of people listening and possibly thinking is this for me so who would you recommend Nordic walking for that is a good question uh, so I feel very strongly that there are many things in life that you we have to do because we we ought to do them and I really feel that exercise should not be one exercise should be something that we really look forward to that we you know that we positively think oh gosh I, I wish there was more time in my day for this and what interested me about an awful lot of people that came to Nordic Walking was that they said for the first time ever, and this is people who are in their 50s and 60s, for the first time ever in their lives, they have found something, some exercise that they positively enjoy and that they're positively good at. Nordic Walking is suitable for anybody. So many people are surprised by Nordic Walking when they finally come across it. Firstly, it's supportive. Um, so it suits people who I think maybe not so confident about walking, but for me and for many others and, and, and yourself, for you and me in particular, we've just found it amazingly effective and fast and fun. You know, it's very sociable. You can do it in a group, um, but I do it a lot solo, just out with my dog across the fields near where I live. I think what you said earlier about it being social is also a very key point. I know that for a lot of uh, my regular clients, they absolutely love the social aspect of it. Hit on, a, a, I think, a couple of things that... Um, that, that really resonate with, resonate with me. The first is the sociable sort of benefits. And uh, the second is the fact that you can talk and still have 
a great workout. We did some research um, with our club and, uh, you know, this, this sort of a club of 400 to 600 people at, at the time. And one of the key results that came back from that was how important being outside and Nordic walking was for their mental health. And over and over again, we got the same comment, but we also got the comment that it wasn't the reason that necessarily the person had started Nordic walking in the first place. They started Nordic walking thinking it was all about their physical fitness. And on reflection, they realized that it was a huge benefit for their mental well-being. A big, big part of that was being able to exercise with people who became friends and in the outdoor spaces they were able to share share issues and and the nice thing with nordic walking and walking is that you're not looking at somebody in the face you can it's, it's a very easy way in which to share a problem and and no answer is required because you're so busy concentrating on your technique <laughs> that and there's that, something about walking in step with somebody where you automatically almost give them that sense of compassion because you are walking at the same time and they feel you're listening well you are listening it's like other people give you permission to talk without any judgment because the talking is around a a shared activity and you can always go back to that shared activity of nordic walking Mm. when you're um, you know, needing a little bit of, of emotional space or kind of regathering of, of, you know, how you feel. Because often, you know, I, I don't know about, about you, but sometimes it's only when you talk your problems out loud, I think this is the case a lot with women, that you suddenly recognise how much emotional uh, stuff is going on in your life. Absolutely. And I mean, that brings us on very nicely to the situation we all find ourselves in at the moment. And I mean, have you found that Nordic walking has helped you at all through lockdown? Yes. Do you want a long answer or a short answer? The long answer is yes, 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 yes. The short answer is just a single yes. (laughs) And what, what aspect do you personally find the most rewarding? Is it the physical side or is it the mental well-being side? Well, again, that's a good question. I think that it's always a combination. What I love about Nordic walking is there are many layers to it. The longer you Nordic walk, then you can understand the the nuances of Nordic walking. And so if you've had a stressful day, you can use Nordic walking in a very mindful way. If you're just feeling a little bit frazzled and you want a cardio burst, you know, we really want to get your heart and lungs going, you can use Nordic walking, you know, very effectively um, for that. Brilliant. Thank you. No, that's great for, um, for sharing that. If you could just tell us a little bit, first of all, about the book that you're currently writing. Yes. Yeah, so I've always loved researching and writing about walking and Nordic walking. And I really felt that the time had come to put a book together. What I've done is I've put this, um, writing this book at the moment called Walk Smart. And it is a practical guide on uh, how to become fitter, healthier and stronger through walking and Nordic walking. And in it, there are lots of, there's obviously the, the benefits of walking. And I think there are a number of myths around walking, which we need to bust. The first is, I would say, 
people think that Nordic walking isn't as good as running as a means of exercise. No, I think it's almost better than running because you're working your upper body as well as your lower body and you're less prone to injury through Nordic walking. Which I is agree. One of the massive advantages. Well, obviously, you and I are in agreement there, but I, I think a lot of people think that Nordic walking is sort of like the Cinderella of the fitness yes. industry, and it's well, it is the Cinderella in the it. You know, it is the one actually that we were designed, we were born with, and it just seems to have been slightly forgotten along the way. You know, you know, running seems better, or cycling seems better, and we've forgotten. The, you know, actually, walking is extraordinary it's extraordinary and it can be a great cardio workout walking is much more um i think it's better because you can walk further and it's kinder on the body totally agree totally agree with you that with that and um obviously because you can walk far and you can go fast you can walk weight off and you don't have to walk the ten thousand steps a day to see a benefit in all of this Anyway, so that's one of the things I, I cover in the book. But I go on and there are little pockets of what I call walk menus. So there's one called Love Your Joints. And it shows how you can, Nordic walk in particular, um, is, is great for if, if you've got sore joints, as I know, from my own personal experience. So there's a little walk program on that. There's actually walking through the menopause and how Nordic walking can help your pelvic floor. The, the um, other thing, actually, Mary, I would say um, is that, that has benefited me is the circulatory benefits of Nordic walking. When you do a proper heel toe roll, which is, is part of the walking and Nordic walking technique, um, the lifting of your foot, lifting of your toe is actually a, a, a pump to return the blood back to your heart. And the squeezing of your hand around the Nordic pole handle is also the, the, the venous return pump for your upper body. So you've got two pumps with your hands and your feet that are working very, very hard, um, returning the blood and circulating the blood more efficiently around your body. And I and, uh, have a family history of, of poor circulation. And it has been, um, besides my joints, it has been the most beneficial thing. Could you just very quickly tell us a bit more about your festival that you're organizing. Oh yes, awesome. Yes, so Bristol, the um, where I live, there's some fantastic walking in and around here. We've got the Mendits on our doorsteps, and the Cotswolds, and the Wye Valley, and Wales just across the border. And I wanted to put together a celebration, walking and Nordic walking, particularly Nordic walking, because there isn't very much nationally for Nordic walkers to get together. So on the uh, between the 1st and the 3rd of October this year, there is a walking festival, if you're interested, anybody here in Bristol. The big days are really the Saturday and the Sunday. And on Saturday, there are all sorts of different walks. There's urban, there's a Banksian street art walk, there's a sort of local foraging walks. Um, and then there are longer walks going through the Mendips and the Cheddar Gorge and up in the Cotswolds and um, over in the Wye Valley. So there are lots and lots of, I think about 20 different types of walk. Um, Something uh, for everybody. It sounds very varied, which is great. Yes. And um, so that's going on on the, on the Saturday. And um, everything is COVID safe. You'll drive to the venues yourself. And then on the Sunday, um, there are three different distance walks. There's um, the equivalent of a half marathon. There's equivalent of a 10K. And then there's a, a shorter one, which is 
I think about five miles. They're going to be self-guided. They're all going to start in Bristol's beautiful Ashton Court and they all go over the Clifton Suspension Bridge. Don't worry, you don't need to have good mapping skills because we've got an app which will, which will be able to lead you round the walks with little um, snippets of... Um, Uh, if you want to stop and listen to points of interest. So there will be um, people just speaking, for instance, about the suspension bridge when you get there. And if you haven't got a a mobile phone and you want to follow it, you know, on just on, on paper, the directions, then that's fine too. Well, that sounds absolutely fantastic. And hopefully a lot of people listening out there today will be inspired to go and uh, look into that and book tickets at your website, which I'll put a link uh, to that in the show notes. Finally, I just wanted to ask you what your top three tips are for getting fitter, healthier and happier. Oh, well, gosh, not that you've put me on the spot or anything. there. (laughs) I think the three top tips are just to start small if you're if you're not uh, used to going out start small don't anticipate or expect yourself to do too much anything that you do beyond just sitting down benefits in fact i've just been doing some research just this morning for my book if you can walk more than 2000 steps a day i think it was between 2100 and four and a half 4,500, then you improve your benefits uh, and risk against heart disease and all circulatory diseases by 38%. So I know. So literally walking 2000 steps a day, and this is for slightly older folk, but, um, and you didn't have to go hard. You didn't have to go fast. You just had to walk. So that's what I would say. Just get out and walk. Secondly, there are so many fantastic apps and also walking groups out there. Um, so if you want to explore your area, you um, you know there will be there will be something for you just literally round the corner. And uh, joining a group again, there's been a lot of research that if you walk with other people, the benefits that you get for your mental health are huge. And thirdly, I would say, um, think about setting yourself um, a goal or a target. Uh, There are so many 5Ks here, uh, you know, around around the UK, and 10Ks, you know, there are all sorts of different distances, there are these enormous great challenges. Um, I did one a couple of years ago, um, which was like over 50 miles or something in 24 hours. It was it was vast. I'd never done something like that. I'd never do it again, but it was amazing. And you get swept up in it and your fitness increases and you've, you know, you're just doing it with a whole group of people who, you know, who have the same idea as you. And it's very rewarding. So on that note, um, I would like to thank you so much, Vicky, for coming along today and inspiring us by explaining what Nordic walking is and some of its benefits. And um, it's been a real pleasure talking to you on Walking On Air today. And I really hope that we have a chance to speak again in the future about uh, when your book is launched, perhaps. Thank you. It's been my pleasure too. That was the impressive Vicky Welsh. You can find out more about the Nordic Walking Festival that Vicky is organising on her website, letswalkbristol.co.uk. I will put a link in the show notes. I really hope that you enjoyed Walking On Air 
and that it has inspired you to get outside. If you have any questions about Nordic walking or a story that you want to share, please get in touch by emailing hello at walkingonairpodcast.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have enjoyed doing so, then I would be extremely grateful if you could spare 30 seconds to like and review this podcast on the platform that you listen on and hit the subscribe button. It will help spread the word about Nordic walking and about this podcast. Do join me next week. And finally, before I go, I would just like to thank this episode's sponsors, British Nordic Walking, NordicWalk.store and Walking Women. Their support enables our community to share knowledge and learn together.